Hi, this is Patricia Regeer with Trish Talks and Leaders Inspired. I am super excited today that Taylor Gill is joining me. We're going to be talking about living intentionally, and she has a lot to share on that topic. She's definitely been intentionally brave. And welcome, Taylor, to this this meeting together. It may be on YouTube, maybe even a, a podcast. We'll talk about different options, but. Welcome. Super excited that you're joining me today. Yes, thanks. Thanks for having me. So we have a lot of different things that we could talk about that I would love to hear about. Um, first of all, if you want to give a little bit of background, I know this year you picked the word intentional and mm -hmm. I'm not sure how many months now it's been since you moved from the States to New Zealand. Um, if you can uh, tell me about that amazing courageous journey <laughs> yeah so I left actually nine months ago now yeah nine months ago I got a working holiday visa for New Zealand so I can stay for a year um, and I spent probably about a year and a half really planning my journey here like because um, I had a full-time corporate job uh, so building my side business which I um, started as a virtual assistant so building that up and quitting my job, moving back home with my mom, um, and really just getting myself set up to be in New Zealand and be able to actually stay here for a full year. So it's, yeah, it has been quite a journey. Uh, close, yeah, definitely at least two years now since the time that it sort of like entered my brain to actually going through the whole process and now being here. It's pretty amazing um, and exciting to look back because it is around that two-year mark where I left my uh, full-time director position, didn't know what I was going to do next, then went three weeks backpacking in Europe, and that's where you and I met at mm -hmm. the same, we were staying in the same hostel. I can't even still, we were at the same place, right? Like it feels so yeah. weird that that's where we met um, in, um, in uh, it was Brussels, Bel Belgium. And it wasn't, and then when I came back, I decided to, it was time for me to start my business. And it wasn't long after that, we stayed in touch that you decided mm -hmm. to leave your job and then start your business and then started this planning. So it's just mm -hmm. so amazing and neat that we yeah. met two years ago and we're kind of on this, similar journey of leaps of courage and steps forward of action of what we our dreams were yeah I mean you were a few months ahead of me because you were had already left your job but it definitely like I think that's kind of what brought us together and it's so crazy to me that yeah we were in the same it was like one night too it wasn't even an extended period of time but we just sort of went on this journey together and found support in that because a lot of our meetings have just been like how's it going what's happening like how are you doing um and that's been really cool and to just be a part of that with you yeah it's pretty neat it's amazing how even though with the geography distance that we stayed in contact we had these similar leave jobs start a business 
Um, it was awesome to work with you as a virtual assistant for some projects uh, for me online and be able to connect virtually. And then uh, for, for you to check out the Intentionally Brave course while mm -hmm. I was doing the initial launch of it. Um, and then, you know, it's just such a cool thing that that we've been along these journeys, taking totally mm -hmm. different paths here across the world, literal, very different timeline for our time zone for us to, yeah. to match up for this meeting. Um, so it's yeah, I'm in the future by like a whole day. Part of, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about living in New Zealand, you've been house sitting, uh, it's just such a different, exciting experience. Yeah, so I had always known about the working holiday visa for Australia and New Zealand, and it, it does cut off at age 30. So that was, was 29 when I was like, okay, no, like it's now or never. And that was a big reason why I was like, I finally kind of just went for it. Um, so it had been in the back of my mind for a very long time. And I picked New Zealand over Australia and it's just been really, really great. And before, like I had my visa, I had quit my job, I knew I was coming, but I didn't know really what I was gonna do once I got here. I really didn't plan a whole lot. Um, and then a few months before I left, I got connected with some house sitters and they have been house sitting full time for like seven years and they teach others how to go through that process, how to set up your profile, how to have those meetings with homeowners and the things that you need to know. And I was like, yes, that's it. That's what I want to do. That sounds right up my alley. Um, and it's been a really cool way to see New Zealand. Um, I kind of stay in hostels in between my houses and I, I meet a lot of different people that way. And it's, it's funny to me because my experience of New Zealand has just been so different from theirs because I try to live more like a local when I can and be less of a tourist. That has always been my, the direction I've headed. So I did an internship in London right out of college. And that was for, sort of my first introduction of like living in a foreign country. And I realized, oh, my experience was so much richer than when I just go on a week or two week long trip and I'm just hitting place from place. Um, and actually that Europe trip that we were both on at the same time, that it was a 10 day trip for me. And that's kind of when it clicked that I was like, oh, these trips have their time and place. There's nothing wrong with them. And I do them every once in a while, but that's not how I want to travel full time. And so house setting has been a really amazing way to meet locals, have little like animal company because yeah, the pets great. that I sit for <laughs> are just so sweet. Um, and just to get to see different areas of the cities I'm in. Like when I was house sitting in Sydney recently, um, I stayed in suburbs outside the city. Like I got to see what it was like for people to actually live and work there. And that's much more enjoyable to me um, than spending every day like hopping around doing touristy things. I think I went into the city, city center like maybe twice and I did all the things and then I was like, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, but New Zealand itself has been really amazing. I've been able to see a lot of different areas of the country and travel when I'm not house sitting. Um, and yeah, now I, one of the friends I met once I got here, she has a lifestyle property here and brings people into her home. So now I have a place to stay 
for a few weeks with her, um, just kind of helping out around the house. So it's been definitely a great decision. I don't regret it at all. <laughs> That's fantastic. Talk about intentionally living. Like you are jumping into this whole new life and potential um, and not just feeling stuck in that nine to five regular, mm -hmm. you know, job, but it, the world has literally opened up to you. And it's, and it's such a great way uh, to afford that kind of travel too, to do the house yes. sitting and you're building your business, which takes time as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the thick of that as well. And you've done a lot of solo traveling, uh, and, which is so inspiring. Do you have some thoughts on why uh, women in particular, but anybody should do some solo traveling? Mm, why? I just, I just think you learn so many different things about yourself. So it's actually funny. Sometimes I, when I meet other people, I'm like, man, sometimes I wish I had a travel partner just to take on some of the responsibilities because you do, you make decisions all day long and that can get really taxing. Even if you're not really doing a whole lot, it's the same reason why you go on vacation and you come back tired. It's because everything's new, you're processing new information. But I also think that when you're responsible for making all of those decisions and sort of following your gut instinct or being you know, kind of going outside your comfort zone, like on your own, like choosing to do that, you learn a lot more about yourself. Um, and I know solo travel is not for everybody, but I do think that even if it's in within your home country, like I used to travel, I traveled for work a little bit, but I would also do, I think I did a weekend trip to like Portland one weekend and I signed up for this, um, it was like a city food walking tour. So we had like a guy, we went to different restaurants, but we also kind of got a historical aspect to it. And the people I was with were all traveling with others and they just could not believe that I was there by myself. And I just was like, why not? Like I wanted to come to Portland. Like, like I wasn't going to be able to come otherwise waiting for other people to, you know, figure out their schedules or their finances. And so that's what it's always been about for me is just like, making sure that I have the experiences that I want to have and not feeling like I have to wait for other people to come with me. And the more I've done it, and I always say, I always tell people to start small, like right. go to the movies by yourself. Yes. Um, go eat lunch by yourself at a cafe and sit at a table. Don't get it to go. Like once you do those little things, um, then the bigger stuff, going on a trip by yourself, a weekend trip, doing solo international travel becomes a lot easier. If it's something that you can't really wrap your head around. Um, so yeah, there's definitely downsides to being a solo traveler. Uh, it can be more challenging to meet people at times. There are times where I'm like, like, I wish I had a friend here. Um, or man, I'm really tired. I wish someone else would just decide what we're going to do. Um, but it's overall, I would say it's been a really great experience for me. And it's given me a lot of confidence that I can do so much more. And I think that's a big aspect that you take away from it too, is when you're right now I'm in New Zealand, but I do plan to travel to other countries where I don't speak the language. Mm -hmm. um, and being able to just have that confidence to say like, I can figure it out. I can figure out a train system. Right. They all kind of work the same, yeah, right? I can figure out, you know, how to order at this restaurant. 
mm-hmm. right? Right. And so it just gives you that confidence. Like, no, like I, I can do this. And um, yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of reasons that come, uh, a lot of really good things that come out of doing it by yourself. Like I said, even just starting small and mm-hmm. doing something locally or even in your own home country um, mm-hmm. and build it up over time. Yeah. I totally agree. And, and when I took those leaps of courage and, and people kept saying to me, I'm so brave. That's what set me on that, that journey of creating the workshop and then the course for being intentionally brave. Cause I looked into a little bit closer. Well, I didn't feel particularly brave. I was following my, what I was feeling led to do but I unpack that a little bit. And I also recommend that people go to the movies or go eat by themselves. Um, I don't know if you know that just a couple weeks ago, I did a week in Orlando, Florida by myself and did Disney by myself. So I don't know if you knew that, that I've been doing that. So, um, yeah, I saw it on, I saw it online. Okay, good, good. Um, and so I've been just putting together those vlogs and even just seeing my yeah. journey of feelings from the beginning to the end, because I did some recording that I didn't do on the mm-hmm. Europe trip, um, some sort of almost video diaries. And it was interesting, the feelings I had at the beginning, the, the messy, feeling weird, feeling awkward, um, and how then I started embracing where mm-hmm. I was at and and the benefits of being by myself, mm-hmm. I meet people. And that's why you and I met too. It, if I traveled with someone else in Europe, mm-hmm. I would not have met all the fantastic people that I met. Uh, so it's pretty inspiring and, mm-hmm. and, and fantastic. So uh, um, now you also have tried something else completely about uh, the face roller. Like how did that come about? Because that's... That's taking on something that, you know, again, jumping into something, you know, really interesting. Yeah. So I would say that's probably the scariest thing that I've done. Like for me personally, really um, investing in that and going through that process. Um, So one of the things I knew was with traveling was I wanted to diversify my income. So I have my virtual assistant business, but that still relies on me trading time for money and traveling, I wanted to be able to create more of a passive income and also an additional income in case I lose a client. Um, You know, I still have multiple streams. So that's where the idea came from. And actually, the friend that I'm staying with now, she is an online course creator, and she created a course um, to get into e-commerce. And she was going through the process with it. So she was also brand new, but she had a couple experts come in and we all went through the process together in the class and we had weekly co-working sessions and it was just really, really great way for me to really dip my toes in it and to be with someone who I respected, but I knew wasn't a complete expert in the field and to kind of go through it together. Um, So that's how it came about. And I I spent about six months. researching and getting samples and just figuring out how to do something so completely out of my comfort zone. Like I can't even tell you how many times I was so terrified and been like, just send the email. Like, you know, you'd get, you get so um, paralyzed sometimes by that fear. So it was actually a really great exercise for me to continue to just push that through that and say, no, like this is a great option. Um, and you have to try it and just see if it works out. And if it doesn't, that's okay. I think that's the other thing sometimes is like, 
we have, we think everything has to be a success mm -hmm. and so it paralyzes us but once you start accepting that like you know what i can try it i can give it my all i can see it through to the end and i can always decide i don't want to keep doing this and that's okay um but yeah so i i ended i landed on it was like my third product idea that i kind of went through the <laughs> research process with as a a jade um face roller and they're becoming a lot more popular. I think everyone's like, I've seen them in the store. And I'm like, yes, um, they are kind of everywhere because they're so, like I travel with one now. Like that's how much I love it. It's made it into my suitcase and my packing, my one suitcase. Um, yes. But yeah, it's really great. And I launched it, um, if it hit, I'm selling it on Amazon to start with. And I launched it in December and I sold out in two weeks. Like wow, my first. that's exciting. Congratulations. That's really amazing to, to jump really into something so different. And like you said, stretching your comfort zone. Like, you know, sometimes we have ideas and we don't act on them. We don't push forward at all. So, mm -hmm. um, and just so everybody knows as well, I will put the links to, to your business and the face roller and, and all of that also in the description here too. Mm -hmm. So you sold out and so then you had to do another batch or? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I like uh, messaged my supplier. I was like, oh my gosh, I need more. Um, and so it did take a little bit of time, but I am back in stock now. And it's an interesting process because that was right before Christmas. So to see kind of how the differences and the changes from a Christmas time to a non-holiday time, um, and maybe at a time when people aren't purchasing as many things. So um, yeah, it's still another learning curve and a learning process, but I'm really enjoying it. And um, yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens with it. It's kind of unknown right now, really. That's really exciting. And I will definitely have to uh, order one as well. You're embracing the, all those learning curves, all these changes. Um, and that's what I think is really being intentionally brave and intentionally living mm -hmm. as well, because, you know, um, fear or worries or anxiety can stop us from doing a lot of great things that mm -hmm. aren't easy. Like there's bumps in the road, there's learning. And like you said, we may decide, okay, some things work, some things don't, but we're still trying and doing it. So, mm -hmm. and it's thrilling. That's really yeah. fantastic. Do yeah, you... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say on that topic of like being intentional, you mentioned at the top that my word for the year is intentional, um, which I started doing about four or five years ago. And I've really enjoyed setting a word for the year for myself. Um, but a lot of that came out of last year, 2018, was really a year of learning. Like I took in so much information and I tried so many different things or I thought I wanted to try things. Um, and I... By October, I realized I was stretched way too thin. I was trying to do too much. Um, and at the same time, I was living in a new country. I was house sitting, so I was moving houses every two to three weeks and getting into new routines every two to three weeks, which is a lot of also new information. Um, and so, yeah, I a big reason why I chose that word for this year specifically was to make sure that I was being intentional with my time, with my finances, <laughs> um, and just where really with just with the direction of where I wanted to take myself on this journey. So last year was sort of just like 
let me learn everything and figure it all out. And uh, by the end of the year, it's like, no, you need to have create a little bit more boundaries, be intentional with what you want to do um, and see where that takes me this year. So I'm just sort of like floating along, which is kind of how I feel like last year happened. <laughs> That's fantastic. Really wise words because when we're joining, like jumping into such massive changes in our life, um, it is easy to want to do it all and take it all in and learn too much. And then it can become overload and too much learning or too much change and needing to find a different rhythm or pace. Um, and that's a learning in itself too, when mm -hmm. our worlds have completely changed, literally. Um, so finding that rhythm, finding that pace and and I'm, I think also realizing that life has seasons or so even with a change of starting a business, there are seasons. It doesn't happen overnight for us to give ourselves that time, space and grace that, you know, this is a journey that's totally worth it, but it is a journey it is not an overnight drop into something, you know, all at once. Yeah. It is very much a journey. <laughs> <laughs> so um, is there anything else that you want to share today about, you know, I know there's so much more we could talk about, but uh, we're kind of wrapping up some thoughts. Yeah, I would say my next uh, thing that I'm starting, because there's always something else, is I really want to get uh, my travel blog up and running. Um, and so that should be launched in a couple of weeks. Um, so I can give you that link. <laughs> once it's actually up and ready to be viewed by the public. Awesome. Um, but I think like just on a, a general level of being intentional, you know, I read a book. This, this is, so there were multiple things that sort of, I told you that the age thing with the visa, the, the solo trip to Europe, that was sort of my first, like, I can do this and I'm okay. Um, but I also read a book and we said it earlier, about how you just do something. And the book was literally called Just Do Something. And every time that I do, because I, I definitely get stuck in my head. Like I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. And I get in this place and I just like think and I brew. And sometimes I just say, you know what? Just do something. It doesn't matter what it is. There are no right or wrong choices there's just choices and then whatever happens you just have to handle the consequences but each one is a journey each one is a learning opportunity um, and the more things that you do the more things that you learn and then you're able to make you know from your own personal perspective better choices in the future but it all starts with just doing something um, and there's another really great person who I frequently roll through my head. Um, his name is Ryan Leak, and he is actually a pastor down in Texas. Um, but he wrote a book called, I think it's called Chase Failure. But the theme of it is to chase failure. Yeah. yeah. And his whole thing is just, you know, he actually has a video on YouTube as well. This You can Google and look it up. But his thing is chasing failure got him further in life than chasing su success ever did. And I frequently remind myself that of when I think like, oh, you're going to fail or it's not going to do well or who are you to even be doing these things? That's a frequent thought I think entrepreneurs have. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm like, no, I'm going to chase failure because if I fail, then at least I tried it maybe I'll actually succeed and do better than I ever thought I could have done. Um, 
So those are, I would say, the things that keep propelling me forward are those two things, just do something and chase failure. Um, and it gives me a lot more confidence. <laughs> That's awesome. That is really encouraging. So many wise words and, and things for us to think about and unpack and, and put into our lives as well. Um, you know, I'm, we're all about intentionally leading, living, and learning and mm -hmm. going forward with there's resources and supports and information, but it's taking in and observing and um, whether it's mentors or other people that are walking along similar journeys too, that we can take encouragement from that. We're all in this, we're all trying, there's ups and downs. And, uh, mm -hmm. but I love that, that chasing failure because we're really trying new things um, and exciting things can come out of that uh, as well. So thank you, Taylor, for spending the time with me uh, to do this video so that we could share with other people all of these exciting things and things to think about. And I appreciate all of you joining us today as well. Um, it would be awesome if you would like this and subscribe hit the notification, um, just to check out all of the different great things um, in the description. Um, I will put uh, uh, Taylor's links as well and some different resources that you might want to check out. And I'm just thrilled to have this time and space to, to learn and give each other uh, and journey, um, energy and encouragement to, to keep going on these journeys uh, as well. So again, I'm Patricia Regeer. This is Taylor Gill. Thanks for joining us. And thank you, Taylor, so much.